Are you familiar with the company NVIDIA? Well, if this is the first time of you hearing about that name of this amazing company, you definitely want to tune in to this episode. Welcome to another episode of All In Society. I'm your host, Claude Winston. Join me as we dive into the thrilling world of poker, expand our financial intelligence, and unlock secrets to a healthier lifestyle. Check out our website, YouTube page, and social handles. Links available in the episode description. New episodes of All In Society drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday and Wednesday, they're coming to you at 8 p.m. Eastern. And on Friday, they're released early at 5 p.m. Eastern. If you're planning a trip like myself, you should definitely check out Travel Pro for high-quality luggage and gear. Use the code in the episode description for a discount. Today, we're going to talk about a powerful stock, a stock that might be coming for Apple at the top of the food chain, and that is NVIDIA. Ticker is NVDA. Now, NVIDIA is a dominant supplier of artificial intelligence hardware and software. Its professional line of GPUs are used in workstations for applications applications such as fields as architecture, engineering and construction, media and entertainment, automotive, scientific research, and manufacturing design. Um, NVIDIA is known for de- developing integrated circuits, which are used in everything from electronic game consoles to personal computers or PCs. The company is a leading manufacturer of high-end graphic processing Unix GPUs, um, and NVIDIA's headquarters headquarters are in Santa Clara, California. Um, The one thing that you definitely want to know is that NVIDIA is the pretty much the chip maker for all the for all the AI um, companies and tech. So they are very, very popular. Um, And they just reported earnings today after the bell. And they absolutely crushed earnings. Now, I don't want to bore you guys with the numbers. You can uh, just Google it and look it up yourself. But I've been waiting to get into this stock for a very long time. Um, Some of the guys I follow, like EYL, Ian Dunlop, even on CNBC, um, Jim Cramer, um, Wall Street Trapper, they all love NVIDIA. And today was the first time that I felt comfortable really diving in um, because every time they were talking about it, um, it was always at like a, a peak, a peak, a peak, a peak, a peak. But today after earnings, I think to now... Even even though it is at a peak, I now feel comfortable that they are making so much money and those chips are in so high demand that um, I think it's I think it's time to 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 make a position. So I, um, I in the past episodes I told you guys that I was confident enough to leave my previous employer and I took the Roth portion out of uh, my my four hundred one k out of the Roth 401k portion out of my um, previous employer and I'm self-managing that money. Um, so I've been waiting to, I've been sitting on the sidelines with some cash and waiting to get in uh, NVIDIA. Um, so now I don't have any large like holdings, nothing crazy guys, but I have over a thousand dollars worth of NVIDIA stock. Um, so, and I'm going to buy and hold that for the future. So hopefully this is a, 
uh, opportunity where it's not going to, um, and unless there's some news coming up at the end of this week, I know that might put a little damper on the economy, which could affect NVIDIA. But I think with such a, a huge power for earnings like this, this company is going to continue its tear. Um, well, you never know. Um, so we'll see, but I, uh, I'm finally have a position with NVIDIA and I'm, and I'm happy about it. And hopefully, uh, you know, it's not Rocky roads going forward. But I, I mentioned being in position and I wanted that to kind of be the, the topic of today's episode, um, uh, pretty much taking advantage of opportunities and being in position, uh, much like the stock market and kind of like myself in real estate and in poker um, and having multiple streams of income. Um, uh, I've told you guys in this on the show multiple times, um, there's this quote, if you allow them to feed you. You, you allow them to starve you. I don't want anybody here just working a job and that's their only source of income. Um, so some people could work a job and they can own a home and that home they could appreciate or they could own multiple homes and maybe one of those homes that they rented out and they're getting money from the appreciation from the home if the home is appreciating and they might be able to make a profit off of the home as well by renting it out. Um, so real estate, uh, stock market, putting your money to work instead of leaving it in a savings account. Um, I think you guys are aware, or if you're not aware, leaving your money in your savings account, you, the longer you leave it in there, your your dollar is losing value pretty much every day. Maybe not every day. That might be an exaggeration, but you're, you want to put your money to work. Now, you could put it in a high-yield savings account, and we've discussed Apple savings account. Majority of my listeners have um, iPhones, so you guys should consider that if that's an opportunity or a possibility for you or opportunity for you. Um, but me pers- specifically... I'll just tell you from my perspective, um, I bought my first home in 2019 and the, the rates were, were very affordable at that time. Um, I believe my rates like 3.12 or 3.125 or something like that. So it's not the lowest I could absolutely got, but I got in and then I refinanced. Um, and now rates are like seven above pretty much double more than double now. So that's a lot of money. Um, I think I heard today that, uh, I can't remember what year it was compared to, maybe compared to last year um, around this time, but it's $400 more per month that uh, the typical family is paying now um, because interest rates are now so high. But now in the grand scheme of things, interest rates are not that high. They're pretty much averaged out what they have been um, in the past. So look up your historical data. Uh, make sure you um, do your research. So 7% in the grand scheme of things is not crazy. It just seems crazy to us because recently the rates were down to 3%. And I don't really see them really getting down to that number anytime soon. But I'm not an expert. I can't predict the future. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but 3%, those days are probably um, gone. So something to consider if you're looking into purchasing a home. Um, definitely going to definitely needs more cash than you did before to afford the same house that you were probably looking at a year or two ago. And then, um, so when I play cards, I typically play one, three, no limit. Um, I play at MGM and I play at, um, at Maryland live casino. So MGM, you can set with 100 to 500 and Maryland live. You set with 100 to 400. I don't typically play two, five at Maryland live. As a matter of fact, I've only done it, in the past, like a couple of years ago, and I didn't really track it back then. Now I'm really tracking everything. So I'll probably only play two, five or at MGM or 
Maryland Live on the weekends. And I only play 2-5 typically at MGM on the weekends when there's more recreational players. There's not many regulars. Uh, but earlier this week, I looked at the table. I came in to play 1-3. It was Tuesday, Tuesday morning, and or maybe Tuesday afternoon. I can't remember what time I played that day. But besides the fact, I looked at the 2-5 game, and I said, there's not a, reg- a lot of regulars here. Let me take a shot. Um, so I sat down, and the reason why I'm telling you guys is that game selection is key. And some of you may not be to this level yet where you're worried about what game is, um, would you in the long run can be profitable based on who's sitting there or not. Some of you may just be trying to lock up a win regardless of sitting there or not. Obviously you want to find games that are easier, more recreational players. If you find, if you find players where they're really thinking about what they're doing before they bet, or they really, you can see they're really thinking about what amount they're going to bet. That is is not a recreational player. That is a player who puts some thought into every bet that they, or at least they attempt to put some thought into every bet or every call or every hand that they play. Um, but a lot of people are just there to have a good time or they don't think about the math at all. They're just thinking, I need to hit this card. They're not thinking about what are the odds of they hitting that card. So when you think about this, game selection is very key. If you sit at a table with a bunch of regulars who are thinkers, you're probably not going to make a lot of money. They're probably not making a lot of mistakes. So you want to sit with people who make a lot of mistakes. And But if you're just there to have a good time and you just want to, you know, just pass the time, I guess it really doesn't matter. But if you want to take this serious, uh, game selection is key. And that's why I sat in this 2-5 game. And within an hour, I doubled my money. I made $600 and I left. I found the, the targets in the game and I found my spots and I took advantage. Now, does it help that I had pocket kings? Yes. Um, I've been running... Pretty good. I mean, I've had kings against aces. Um, like the first hour of me sitting down in two five games, I've just been getting like good action. And it seems like people do not respect a five hundred dollars stack, a hundred big blind stack. Even though a lot of people aren't sitting with a thousand dollars, aren't sitting with the table max in that game. So it's really good action for me. And people, I, I put off this. Well, number one, they think that I'm a fish, and because everybody knows me, if they're familiar who I am, they look at me as oh, this guy quit his job now, he wants to gamble and play cards. No jumps. I played cards before I actually became a deal. Well, while I was dealing and before, before I became a supervisor and a manager. Now, these people don't know that. And I'm not here to tell them that either. I can let them think that they're foolish or not. Some of the people I work with, like coming in here, like um, I won't name this person. And she and the person was joking, but it's like you're coming in here every day. And uh, do you need one of those pamphlets? And she was talking about or this person was talking about one of the pamphlets like um self-banning or a gambling, you know, you have an addiction problem. You have addiction to printing money. Because if you looked at how many hours I've played, how often each session that I actually make money, this is not a game to me. I print money. And do I make a lot of money? Well, that's relative. Put it this way. I make the same amount of money that I made when I was working and I put up with a fraction of the work and I do what I want. When I want, I pick up and I go to the poker room when I want and I leave the poker room when I want. I eat when I want. No one's telling me what to do. I have my freedom back again. So I don't say this to gloat. I just want you guys to get out of my pockets. I don't need to hear these comments. Actually, I think they're funny, to be quite honest with you, because then 
you should just be worrying about making doing your job and to the best of your ability to stop worrying about what I'm doing because Claude's going to be just fine one way or the other. Moving on. So those of you that do play cards, why don't you know how to deal or won't you deal cards yourself? How I became decent at playing tournaments wasn't me playing cards. It was with me dealing cards and watching some of the best players. Some of you don't have that are young, don't have any responsibilities. You don't have a, a lot of you don't have a relationship. Um, you don't have any kids. You're free to kind of roam and do as you please. Um, and some of you aren't even that good at cards. So if you're listening to this episode and you enjoy playing cards and you're working the job they don't really enjoy, but you're very passionate about poker, I need you to look into learning how to deal cards. And if you're interested in how to deal cards and you don't want to go the traditional route, you can reach out to me. You can do that by DMing me. You can do that by checking out my website, allinsociety.com, leaving your email, and I will reach out to you. Everybody that subscribes to the, through the website and leaves their email, I reach out to them to immediately. So I'm here to help. If you guys, I have hired probably a third of the dealers that are at MGM currently right now. And if you need to ask anybody, you can go to any of the dealers there. Depending on who you ask, though, be careful. They will tell you Claude knows their stuff. Now, some people think I'm the devil and the worst thing in the world. So those people are pretty much irrelevant. They don't really matter. Um, I know that sounds terrible, but people that have issue with me, they, that's their own internal issues. I know this is a, a, a not your typical episode. This is me really just off the top, off the, off the dome. This is just raw Claude today. So maybe some people might enjoy this episode. Some people might not. Um, but I wanted to give you that raw, real Claude episode today. Um, but head back in to what I was just discussing. If you guys are interested in learning how to deal cards and you are in the DMV area, you can follow me. On Instagram, you can find me on Facebook. You can leave your email. There's multiple ways to reach out to me. I can help you, teach you how to deal cards. I can teach you how to get how to deal cards and how to get in on the road with some good crews, working some good events with some good people. I am your resource. Let me help you. And last but not least, and these are for, this is for my people of color specifically, and for those that um, you don't know, you don't have to be a person of color to to understand our, you know, our struggle um, throughout history, especially with finances. Um, but those of you not familiar with InvestFest, if you've been listening to any of my episodes, InvestFest is basically a festival. It's, and I went last year, and I believe last year I had like thirteen, fifteen thousand, and it was all people of color and there was uh, not all people of, of color, but majority they were there talking about crypto stocks, um, investing in general, um, entrepreneurship, just business in general, um, you name it. Just there to learn over the weekend. Um, Steve Harvey was there. Uh, Tyler Perry was there. If you know who Don Peebles is, he's a billionaire as well. Uh, just people giving game um, and podcasting, um, 
investing, everything. It was just a wonderful weekend. And for something like that, it was very eye-opening and it's really changed my life. And really, to be quite honest with you, the reason why I'm doing this podcast is because of InvestFest. Um, it gave me, it opened my eyes to really chase my dreams and do some things that I'm passionate about. And that's being creative. And to be quite honest with you is, is the reason why I, I left MGM because I, I didn't believe my resources were being utilized there um, correctly. And I just felt like I was just another employee and I just didn't think that they were really doing justice or really putting out a, a great poker product. So now I'm here and um, we're going to see where this podcast goes. I know there's a lot of things um, that I'm working on behind the scenes right now that I am extremely excited for. And I'm, I know that you guys will enjoy. Um, so stay tuned. Um, but if you did not go to InvestFest, was it for was it because of money? Was it because you didn't have the time? Um, you didn't know about it. I'm gonna put a. I'm gonna put a. Th- I know I know where I don't really engage a lot of people on Threads, but I'm gonna put something on Threads and I'm putting it on Facebook too to just try to figure out why you did not go to InvestFest and for hopefully next year that we get a good group, especially a group from the DMV area, to go together because I I am so excited for this weekend. I'm so excited to go to Atlanta with 20,000 people that look like me to learn and, and grow and, and move the culture uh, forward together. Um, so I cannot wait to head to InvestFest. All right, guys, that's pretty much it uh, for what I have today. Like I said, it was more um, laid back episode today. Just me kind of off the dome, kind of just ranting and just speaking of some stuff off the top of my head that I, I thought I might share. Um, so I did want to discuss or go over the mantra. Um, the reason why I wrote this mantra, my inspiration was Wall Street Trapper watching his um, Trapping Tuesdays. If you're not familiar with that, definitely look that up on YouTube if you're invest if you're interested in um, like stocks options. But it's just something to kind of um, to read every day to really empower you, uh, inspire you, motivate you. Get you in the right mindset each and every day. So here we go. I am an unstoppable force, embarking on a thrilling journey of growth and unity. My ambition burns within me, pushing me to break through limitations and create opportunities that open doors to progress. I'm guided by knowledge, fearlessly taking strategic risks and facing life's challenges with wisdom and determination. I value my body, nurturing it with strength and embracing my heritage. Together, we overcome obstacles, empowering each other to achieve greatness. I am the architect of my own destiny, weaving success and resilience. Within me lies the greatness to carve a future where possibilities know no bounds. Together, let's rise and take it to another level. And I know we're going to do that at InvestFest together. Um, disclaimer, the information provided in the show about NVIDIA and any other personal finance and investing is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It should not be considered financial advice. Viewers are encouraged to consult with a qualified financial advisor, which is not myself, before making any investment decisions. The content presented may not be accurate, complete, or timely, and we do not assume responsibility for any errors or omissions. Investing involves risk, and past performance is not indicative of future results. Any endorsements or advertisements featured do not constitute recommendations. By participating in the show, you acknowledge and accept these disclaimers. And remember, everybody, life is one big session. One big session. Play the cards you are dealt to the best of your ability. 
And I promise, I promise you'll come out ahead. Peace. Have a wonderful Wednesday.